Again, welcome everybody to our um, Ash Wednesday service. If you're not familiar with Ash Wednesday, it's not something that is actually um, referenced to, I mean, it's not in the Bible, the observation of Ash Wednesday. It is more traditional, and it's a time that we, we come to kind of acknowledge our, our own mortality. Uh, Tom, we, we enter in a time of Lent, and Lent means um, the, the, it has to do with uh, uh, when Jesus was, was tempted in the desert for 40 days, and he fasted for 40 days. Um, but it's, it's kind of turned into a time uh, of reflection for, for many Christians, a time when we, we, we reevaluate or take inventory of our own faith and, and the things that we can do to better, better our lives. We talked about you know, the things we give up and everything like that, but also to, to better our, our relationship with, with Christ in our lives. Uh, it's, it's a good time to reevaluate that. You know, it, it, we talk about the Lent part and people giving up things and like that. We're, we've kind of been through a year season where people have, have given things up. We have uh, made sacrifices. Uh, we have done things. Uh, you know, a lot of us have, uh, you know, have to check off what were the things that we haven't given up yet when we choose the things that we uh, want to give up for Lent. Just, just recently in Lincoln here, uh, we had the, uh, the unbelievable cold snap, and we're still uh, experiencing a time of, um, where the uh, LES, local uh, Lincoln Electric System, I think, uh, has asked us to conserve our energy. And so Allison and I, we, we, uh, we shut appliances off, we, we did things like that, you know, and we, uh, we turned our, our heat down, we, we've bundled up. And we, we've tried to make sacrifices because, um, because it's times like that where it's not, it's not about us personally. It's about what can we do for our community? What can we do to help our neighbor uh, and, and the people that we haven't met yet? We've, we, uh, we've, we've kind of gone into a society where we think about ourselves a lot. But a lot of times the things that we can do really do have an impact on the people around us, on, on our neighbors. This, this last, you know, for it's, it's, I think it's been a year now that we have been wearing masks. And a lot of people, you know, they're uncomfortable. They're not the first choice in fashion, uh, but people have been doing them. They've been wearing them to help their community, to help their neighbor, to help in, 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 in essence, the things that we're doing, the sacrifices that we're making, actually bring us a little bit closer together. They actually bring us a little bit closer in community with one another. Even at a time of distancing and a time that we can't be together, the actions that we take, the actions that we take, the sacrifices that we have made in this last year have been sacrifices that have helped us to think beyond ourselves and to think about that other person. Every time that we have to go to the store or go to a doctor's appointment and we put on that mask, we're not just doing it for ourselves. We're doing it for the person that we may see, someone that we may encounter, the person we've never met before. That's a beautiful thing. 
The sacrifices that we're making with the electricity, the, the, the turning off of uh, extra appliances, the, the helping, you know, and praying for people in states like Texas that are really having a hard time with things. It connects us. It connects us with people that we may never, ever encounter in our lives. And sometimes the greatest moments of community are moments that we never even are aware that it happened. Those are the times, those are the times when we are truly, I feel, doing what Christ calls us to do. When we think outside of ourselves, we, we include ourselves into a vast community of people. When we think about the actions that we take and how that affects others, we are, we are living out the message of Christ. If you look back at the temptations of Christ, the, the, the story is that Christ was, uh, Jesus was uh, fasting for 40 days in the desert. And during that 40 days, uh, Satan tempts Jesus with, with various things of, of power uh, of, of, uh, you know, and, and things like that. But what he's tempting him with are very... Uh, self-centered things. If you follow me, if you do this, I will give you this. And it usually has something to do with power or comfort. But Jesus reflect, re re refuses all of those because his mission is about helping his neighbors, is about helping us. It's about being there beyond himself. It's about being there for us even 2,000 years later. It's about being with us right here and now. And so when we call ourselves Christians and we want to follow Christ and the things that we contemplate are not just necessarily the things that better just us, but how can we find things that better us and our community at the same time? Those unselfish acts, those unself-centered acts that help us to be who we are but also helps our environment around us. We talked about taking uh, the time to put on masks. A lot of us have worn masks for a year now, everywhere we've gone. Will and I were talking about even we have them at the, the front door of our, our, of our homes that if, if someone comes to the front door, we can, we can put the mask on to be there and help. But what about the other masks that we wear? This Lenten season might be a season, a season of removing masks. Not the ones that keep us safe from the coronavirus. I'm talking about the other masks that every one of us have that keep us away from our neighbor, that keep us away from God. The ones that keep us away from showing our true, honest self with the rest of the world. What masks are those? You know, many people know that when I first uh, uh, started what I thought was a career, it was in comedy and it was in uh, radio. I, I was a, a morning radio host and uh, the idea was to, I was the, the joke guy, the, the, the funny guy in the morning. 
And I had a, a, a partner who had spent 20 years also being uh, the funny guy on morning shows. He, I was in my 20s, and he was in his 50s. And when we first got together, we, we had a, a great, almost uh, mutual admiration for each other. But eventually what happened is we found ourselves competing with one another. We, we, we found ourselves uh, trying to be out funny the other person. And so the masks that I started to wear during that time were masks of envy, envy, jealousy, greed, because I wanted the spotlight on me, insecurity, because I thought that if I didn't get the laughs, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be liked. And so the mask that we put on of all of those defenses kept us from becoming friends. It kept us apart. And in some cases, it really ruined the outcome of what we were trying to achieve in the morning, which was to bring happiness to people in the morning. Eventually, we had a knockdown, drag out argument. It happens. Sometimes in radio, uh, you will hear the most pleasant sounds once that mic is on, but once that song starts and the mics are off, the fists come out. And I remember during many songs that morning, he and I just laid into each other. But what it led to is that we ended up dropping the masks. And we ended up being in a, in a spot after this exhaustion of this power and all this fighting and everything like that. We ended up being so exhausted by a, the end of our four-hour shift that we were able to talk about that we were just scared. I was scared of him. He was scared of me. And once we took off that mask, the mask of defensiveness, the mask of insecurity, greed, competition. We were able to work together, and we were able to be friends together. And he turned out to be somebody that I admired and cherished for the rest, rest of the years. It's been, gosh, I don't know, it's been a long time. I was in my 20s. I'm now in my 50s. And I still look back at him with great admiration of someone that taught me a lot. And it was all because we were able to take our masks off. You know, sometimes, uh, whether it's a job or whether it's family or whether it's just us facing ourselves in the mirror, we have these masks on. These masks of defensiveness, these masks of low self-esteem, these masks of prejudice, of hatred, of fear. Those are the masks that we work very diligently to keep on for some reason. We don't want to lose those masks because we don't want to be vulnerable to people. I got news for you. You know what vulnerability really is? I think there's another word for vulnerability. It's called bravery. When we're able to show our true, honest self with the rest of the world, what we call being vulnerable, 
is actually almost heroic. When we're able to drop the masks of defensiveness, to drop the mask of fearing that person that we have not met yet, when we're able to drop the mask of self-centeredness where we worry about our own comforts at the expense of somebody else, when we're able to drop the masks in our lives, we discover a little bit more of truly who we are. And we also discover a little bit more about who God is. Because when we put on those masks, when we put on those defenses, we not only further ourselves away from our neighbor, we further ourselves away from ourselves, and we further ourselves away from God. And we spend a whole lot of time acting like somebody else or running away from something. As we give up things this Lenten season, some of us were, were giving up uh, food things, some of us are. I invite us to try to give up the masks that we wear the invisible masks, the ones that keep us away, the one that keeps us apart, the one that prevents us from reaching out with love to our neighbor, to God, and to ourselves. I invite us to remove those masks today. And one of the ways that you can do that is by replacing the masks with the presence of Christ. Sometimes knowing that there is a, a higher power, knowing that there is God behind us, it makes it easier for us to find that vulnerability, to find that bravery, to be who we are to love us for who we are and to love them for who they are. There's a psalm that I'd like to share with you now that helps to kind of get us back in touch, I believe, with, with who God is. I'd like to share it with you right now. It's Psalm 51, and I'm just going to share a piece of it. It says, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. According to your abundant mercy, block out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. In other words, God, you are steady. God, you are always there. God, you are the truth. Help me remove the masks that keep me from experiencing and from sharing love. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you alone, I have sinned and done what is evil in your sight. Whenever we are not our honest self, whenever we are not true to who we are, we are distancing ourselves from God himself. 
herself. We are, we are turning away from those we love. We are turning away from Christ. We are turning away from ourselves. When we play the game of the masks, of the tough act, or the fight, or the greed, or the self-centeredness, or whatever it is that we are putting that mask on, we are hiding ourselves from God. So that you are justified in your sentence and blameless when you pass judgment. Indeed, I was born guilty, a sinner, when my mother conceived me. These masks, many of them, we were taught how to use them. It has been part of our lives for many, many years. Sin is not something, those mistakes, those, those decisions that we make are hard to combat. That's why we need Christ in our lives. That's why we need Christ. You desire truth in the inward being. Therefore, teach me wisdom in my secret heart. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Hyssop was a, as, as, as then is now as a, was a plant that was used for fragrance and things like that. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. I love this line here. You desire truth in the inward being, the true person of who we truly are inside. God sees that. And then we ask, teach me wisdom in my secret heart, beyond the mask, who we are inside. Help us to find wisdom there. The wisdom means the truth of knowing that the thing that is truly deep down inside of us is not something that we have to hide. It's who we are. It's who God knows we are. And it's who God loves. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain in me a willing spirit. I believe the secret to joy, I, there's a difference between, I believe, happiness and joy. Happiness is oftentimes conditional. It's the things that we're experiencing. It's the things that, uh, that um, happen to, you know, in, in a day or so forth. Joy is something much deeper. Joy is something that keeps us going even when bad times are. It doesn't mean that we walk around laughing during a tragedy, but it helps us to give something, to be, have something inside of us that's worth fighting for. That joy is deep inside you. That joy is who you are. That joy is inside beyond the masks. May we remove our masks tonight. May we sit with someone we love and share our honest self. Share our fears. Share our happiness. Just share who we are. And may we do that with God. Would you pray with me? Gracious and loving God, in this this holy tradition, 
Help us understand that we are just mere mortals. We are just people. But help us understand that those people are worth something. Help us understand that you love those people. Help us understand that who we are is who you love. Help us to love you. Help us to love ourselves, our honest selves. And help us to love our neighbor, even the ones we will never meet. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen. Our lives are amazing things. They're filled with beauty. They're short-lived. They're mysterious. And every one of us is on our path, a path that is shared with Christ. And on that path, if you can imagine, there are receptacles. Those receptacles are made to where we can along the way, take off some of our masks. We can take off the mask of greed and put it away as we continue to walk with Christ, as we continue to build more of a prayerful life, as we continue to grow in our own spirituality. We can take off our mask of prejudiceness. We can take off our mask of hatred. Take off our mask of violence. Take off our mask of insecurity. I pray that whatever your masks are, that you feel safe without them. Because it's a wonderful world. A beautiful world. And it's one that doesn't need those kind of masks. Love God. Love yourself. You are a beautiful, beautiful person. And love your neighbor. Amen.